So here's all the things I didn't like about The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad news, Pat. No, no Andrew Henry. Oh. And, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Oh. Once we're recording, I'll tell you why in a second. Well, I thought we were recording. No, we are recording. Be... Once we start the show officially. <laughs> oh, but I was being funny. I was being funny right away. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, we used up all our gold already. It's all hey. downhill from here. Okay, uh, welcome to Squires Club, the internet's uh, go to source for uh, internet information about fantasy and science fiction. To my right, we have Drew Thomas. To my south, hey. I have. Woo! To my south, I have Pat Tucky, and I'm Brian hey. Lynn. But I will have a pseudonym later on for when I start making bad jokes. Um, Pat, where are my dragons at? Hmm, where are my dragons at? Well, uh, recently, um, I uh, I read a uh, a Buddhist magazine called Tricycle, so uh, so I'm Buddhist now. Uh, Okay. okay. Huh. Did, how, how, how did you uh, like it? It was. Uh, it's very good. It talks about uh, uh, what, the three different kinds of karma. It turns out that there's only one kind that really matters because the the, the what, whatever you're thinking at the moment that you actually die is what actually determines whether or not you uh, progress up or down in, in the next karma in the next uh, life cycle. So uh, so pretty much Buddhists can do whatever they want and then just like in the last couple of minutes just you know don't screw up. I wonder if the editor gets really stressed out about the fact that he's like already blown their wad on like karma articles, and now he has to come up with other Buddhist topics. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Uh, the other thing, uh, the other dragon I'm at is um, I coincidentally read uh, Dr- uh, Drowned Cities, which uh, previously you had recommended on a podcast, but I'd totally forgotten about it, and um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, what, what's it about again, uh, Pat? Um, what is it about? It's about kind of like a uh, this kind of like post, uh, apoc- uh, I, I don't know. You describe it. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic <laughs> book, which takes uh, strife that would happen in uh, Africa and in uh, the third world country and sticks it in America. So it's set in the Eastern uh, seaboard in the United States, um, where Washington has been split up into a bunch of warlords and there's a bunch of child warriors fighting each other. And the, the city's all flooded and there's mutants and stuff, and it sort of focuses on a young girl who has helped bring a dog soldier back to life, and she wants to get revenge. And the book is kind of about this girl who can't decide if she wants revenge or not. Or maybe it's about something else. No, and there was also a lot of, uh, I believe, Buddhist influences. Uh, it had a lot to do with karma, and uh, you know, she had to make a lot of decisions throughout the book. What I, what I, what I thought really was really cool about that book is kind of it talks about how like a lot of it sort of touches there's um there's there's a peacekeeping force uh from China that has sort of like helped try and keep the peace for a while but then they were just sort of uprooted and left and they there's sort of just like all these remnants of uh their weapons and just their clothing and stuff sort of like sort of let, still around not unlike probably how like say a peacekeeping force may have left Afghanistan recently but or maybe not I'm not sure I could be looking too much into it but I I, I did think it was interesting yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought that I got a little confused actually. I thought I thought uh, the depth uh, he went into for like giving all this background for the different like peacekeeping forces and there's all these different warring factions. He gave a lot of detail that I thought was like kind of beyond 
maybe what was necessary. Like, given the fact that it's like a young, young, young adult kind of you know fiction. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it still, but I thought it was a little bit, a uh, little bit wordy. <laughs> the book, the book, the book was wordy. Hey, speaking of Charles Folgers, do you guys remember that CBC show where the kid had the dream of a world with only children? No. No? Oh, gosh. i got to figure out what this was called. It's like <laughs> my greatest child fantasy that all the adults would get away, and I was the tallest kid, and I would be king. Was there, there was a show that starred like, uh, uh, Theo from Cosby Show that was like that. I think it was called um, Jeremiah. It was written by J. Michael Straczynski. <laughs> yeah, this is when we were kids, though. Yeah, okay. Drew, where are my like, dragons at? Early teens. Oh, I am reading Retribution Falls by Chris Wooding. Which uh, got some sci-fi nominations. I think maybe a Nebula nomination or possibly an award. Oh. I heard it. I heard about it somehow, and I put a hold on it. And what usually happens is I put a hold on a lot of books, and I forget about why by the time I get them. Sometimes. So uh, so far, this has got uh, two chapters in, and so far there's uh, uh, scoundrels, check smugglers, check. Uh, there's a new navigator who's kind of naive, check, and. Uh, there's also uh, Dimension Wizards. Oh. Yeah, there's wizards, but they're called daemons. And it's, uh, yeah, but there's a spaceship too, which is kind of cool, and fighters and stuff like that. And uh, I'm only two chapters in, but so far I like it. Oh, uh, hey guys, sorry, hold on. My uh, wife is calling me. Uh oh. So bad. So true. So now that Brian's out here, let's talk about him. Yeah, what's up with Brian? He's all doing his brain oh. things. Wait, 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 hold on a second. He's going to hear this when he edits this later, so we probably shouldn't say anything, like, too terrible. <laughs> just just to tell you, we already knows we talk about. Brian, okay, Brian, Brian, Brian's a real poop head. Don't tell him I you said that, though. You know that movie Life with Brian? <laughs> or, sorry, Life of Brian? Oh, terrible yeah. movie. Terrible uh, movie. That's a documentary, right? Yeah, terrible. Pointless. Are you at work right now? Yeah, I'm in a boardroom at work. Are you always at work? No, I'm just at work right now. Okay. Yeah. I want to make, I want to make sure you're enjoying the awesomeness of uh, the San Francisco life. Always. How's, uh, how's our mutual friend Frank Worsley? He's doing good. I haven't seen him in, um, in a couple of weeks, actually. He's been busy. He's going, he's going to all these like Google parties. Uh, oh, but, 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 but which I mean, he went to one Google party. But, why can't you be his plus one for all those, huh? I don't know. That's I don't, that's that's what I asked him. But he, he he he's evasive. That sounds like Frank evasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, call him Frank the Snake, right? <laughs> Frank the Tank. Oh yeah, that too. Frank Frank the Tonk. Frank. The talk of the Blitzkrieg. <laughs> um, what's up with you? What's, uh, I don't know, are you going home over the holidays at all? Or? I am home. It's perfect. My parents live in like the small suburb outside of Edmonton. So the only thing I have to worry about is, well, my sister comes up from Calgary. So I see her. So yeah, I see everyone. It's easy. I have a small mm-hmm. family. So what about you? Are you coming back to Canada? Yeah, I'm going back to Vic for, for a few days. Um, um, Ryan will be there. Um, 
with uh, Jenna and Ed, and then Mike, Mike and Natalie have, uh, have their... Um, oh, the reception, their North America yeah. Victoria reception. North American wedding reception, yeah. So, um, so it'll be good, yeah. And actually, I'm meeting my new uh, two-month-old niece as well. I'm kind of excited about oh, that. Awesome. Cool, yeah. man. It's going to be good times. It's going to be kind of a fast trip. So we'll see you. Cool, cool, cool. How long do you say you have off? Sorry, a couple days or? Mm, I don't know. I think like four days, five days. Four days? I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't done the math. The math's too complicated. It's an amount oh, of time. Wait, don't you work with computers? Yeah, but, you know, it's not like I know how to use a calculator. I, oh, I thought you like, I thought that's what you did. You made an app that was like a calculator app. Because that would be no. really useful. should I make one of those. I open up browsers and I click on things. I should. I actually just want a phone that is just completely a calculator right off the bat. I actually want a calculator. That's what I want. You know. You know what sounds like a really uh, great way of like fi- uh, finding answers to questions. What I do is I just mm. ask other people like really loudly, and then, uh, mm. and then people send me this link to this great website that uh, it's called. Uh, Let me Google that for you. And uh, <laughs> it, no, it's great. You can search anything on it. Have you thought of going to just straight going to like the library and just yelling it? Because then I bet someone would come over and tell you the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know as a librarian, I'd really appreciate it. I love it actually when people come to my library and scream things. So it's... I thought I thought libraries were just uh, uh, discount daycare centers. Well, we do other things. It's not just about daycare, man. It's also about uh, tolerating people's poor personal hygiene. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's about buying the best DVDs for our patrons, you know, so they can steal them. With great power. Yeah. Where's Brian? Unclear. Yeah, I kind of want to quit too, but... You don't see me quitting yet. Yet. Yeah, what would you do if you quit? What was that, sorry? What would you do if you quit? If I quit this radio show right now, I would uh, hang out with my friends. I'd be a lumber. I'd be a lumberjack. Wait, if you quit your job, wait. What? What are we doing? I didn't know what. What I to give. Yeah, if you quit anything. I, I quit think, I think, anything. I think a lumberjack is a good alternative to anything. You know, you know you I, I don't. I don't know. I think I'd just end up like chilling in the forest and smoking a joint. I don't think I'd cut anything down because I'd be like, this tree is awesome. Why would I cut this down? And I'll see another plant. Like, that plant is awesome. Why would I cut that plant down? <laughs> well, lumberjack's the only true true profession, though. Everything else just a it's just being a it's just a derivative of that. Yeah. The thing is, with if you're a lumberjack, you might have to drive drive one of those huge trucks that has all the logs on it. And you might have to drive it on one of those, like, cliff roads. So, I mean, if you want to drive on a cliff road, go right ahead, man. You don't have to – you don't drive up cliff roads. You go you go Berlin down and down white waters. <laughs> no, dude. They have robots now that do that for you. They don't need you to do that. Do they really have dancing robots? Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Are you? Did you guys In Japan, man. Yeah, of course, man. You won't have to edit any of that out. Really? Okay, awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Brian, do you know that no. uh, they, they have like dancing robots that can like uh, dance on the logs as they go down the river? 
No, they don't have that. But they're called, yeah, they're called, they're called woods butts. In Japan, they have everything, including <laughs> dancing robots. Where no, my dragons Brian, we at? Need, oh, sorry. We need to know where your dragons are at. Right. Well, I've been watching something real nerdy, real geeky, real freaky. It's called Freaks and Geeks. I've started watching it all over Wait. again, and it's amazing. Uh, it's you know the, the story of a bunch of uh, sort of geeks, uh, sort of like uh, awkward dudes who are into like Dungeons and Dragons and Doctor Who and stuff. And, like and a bunch of like sort of like freaks who so sort of, these are people who kids who come from like rough homes and like do drugs and stuff they all go into high school and it's 1980 michigan and it's all sort of it sort of centers around like this uh brother and sister Lindsay and Lindsay and sam weird Lindsay's this uh, girl who's her uh she, she was with her grandmother when she dies and her grandmother says she uh didn't see anything and so Lindsay suddenly kind of realizes that there isn't any heaven and she's having this existential crisis and she ke- turns her back on everything being good at school and oh it's just so awesome the music's really good uh, I'm, I'm probably doing a really bad job of explaining it but I hi- it's on Netflix right now and I highly recommend everybody just watch that show again I just watched better words than the Wonder Years way better than the Wonder Years I just watched the last episode of the Wonder Years the last five minutes of it actually again. Did you, yes. Did you ball your eyes out? I'm pretty sure you talked about that the first time you appeared on. Uh, I also Spotify. sent I also sent you a link to it today in your email. Oh, it was. <laughs> I was talking to my son today. <laughs> or, uh, well, <laughs> well, if you're looking for inspiration for things to say to your son, you know what a great source of stuff is. Uh, Kevin, you... Kevin's father from the Wonder Years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Hey uh, guys, um, just sort of as an aside, uh, Ed, my uh, I'll edit this part out. But my son, uh, he's having trouble going to sleep, so I, I was thinking, maybe, why don't we just end it after the Hobbit talk? Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So we all saw the Hobbit. This is what this episode's all about: the Hobbit uh, movie. Uh, Drew, what are your initial thoughts on it? Uh, my initial thoughts are: is if you like long shots of people walking, running, scurrying, yes, yeah, you will love this. If you like the first Lord of the Lord of the Rings movies, you'll love this one. Yes. And I hated the first three, so I can con- concretely say I hated this one too. Well, uh, there were hilarious moments of just terribleness. And uh, I mean, uh, I sat through it because I wanted to be well informed when I did this because I'm committed to this show. That movie stunk. I almost fell asleep. Come on. Yeah, you know, I was, I was watching the show with uh, Mr. Drew, and there were a couple times I actually thought I heard him snore. I was like, you probably noticed me. Like, <laughs> like, you saw me look at you a couple times. I, I was like, I actually thought that you were asleep a couple times. No, I, you know what it was? It was a snort. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the <laughs> snort. Like, I, if, if you had been looking right at me, you would have seen me roll my eyes as well. <laughs> what about you, Pat? What do you think? Well, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was just a fun fun romp through uh, through Middle Earth, and um, you know, it started off with a bang with uh, with uh, kind of a throwback to the Lord of the Rings, and then and then um, and then uh, and then and then uh, Bilbo. Uh, without without giving too much away, I'll just say that uh, there's an adventure that's going to happen, and Bilbo gets invited on the adventure, and uh, and and he has to think about it. But then when it comes to him, he uh, he runs out and he's just like so excited to be on this adventure and it just like really got me going with him and I was along with him for the entire ride. Also, I had a double espresso before I started this movie and uh, really helped. Out. <laughs> that that was a, that was a really good scene. I did have a big smile on my face when Bilbo was running through the fields and like getting you know hobbits. You know, they, I thought they were always so jovial, but it seems all of Peter Jackson's hobbits are just like fucking butt hurt, grumpy ass old English people. Uh, yeah. Frodo's all fucking happy at the start. Yeah. 
He's that guy's weird. Yeah, no, he he doesn't really. He looks more like an. Eh, whatever. I don't want to get into that. But um. <laughs> so so uh, what what about uh, is there anything you didn't like, Mister Tucky? Uh, well, I guess the one thing that I wasn't totally comfortable with, uh, I, I saw it in a theater that uh, it was in the the 3D showing at 48 frames per second, and um, it's been explained to me that this is a higher quality of cinema. But my brain doesn't understand that, and it looks like it's on a handy cam, and it um, it just bothers me. And it, it took me like a good half hour to, uh, to to suspend my disbelief and accept that it was like a regular that that I was in the film and not like watching some watching like a like a set like live theater. So uh, that bothered me a little bit. I think I would uh, I would recommend it in two D. Um, or at the very least, like not 48 frames per second. But um, I, I don't know. It was a unique experience anyway. What did, what did you think of the frames, Drew? I, I, I'm wondering. I don't think we saw the same movie Pat saw. I don't think we saw it at the 48 frames. I, I really don't. Um, sure, sure, sure. It, it actually looked, it looked, for us, it looked like, uh, it looked exactly like the last few Lord of the Rings movies. That's what I thought it really looked like. Well, you know, what? I noticed you know, that... a lot of CG and stuff like that. Sorry. Well, no, I was gonna, sorry. I was going to say that I noticed that the uh, they've really they've like so, you know like the last Hobbit movie came out. Or, sorry, Lord of the Rings movie came out almost ten years ago, and they've really made a lot of advances in jowl physics. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Jackson loves his jowls. That was a jowl tumor, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know, but like it, it wasn't just it wasn't just the uh, spoiler alert. Uh, the Goblin King has a big jowl tumor, but like the you know the troll, the huge trolls had huge jowls too, you know. And it's just, yeah. I'm sure when we finally see Smog, he's gonna have huge fucking dragon jowls, and it's just gonna be fucking stupid. But, Can we talk about that later too? How they didn't show Smog at all, and it's like you know anyone, no one's gonna come back for Smog, and if they do, I hate them. Someone <laughs> says to their friends like, I didn't like that movie. But I want to see the dragon, so I'm going to go see the next couple. <laughs> that, that, I have no use for that person. Yeah, no, I wonder, like, I don't know, I'll probably end up looking like some giant kaiju, I guess. But uh, Well, speaking uh, of action, I thought the action scenes were really good. Um, I thought, like, uh, like when, when, in Lord of the Rings, they had these giant, like, action scenes with, like, you know, thousands of people, and, and I guess some of them are CGI, uh, but, like, uh, but I, I found it a little distracting, actually, like, like, it, it, it was, it was neat to see, but I never knew what to focus on when I was watching those, I was, like, there was just, like, so much going on, whereas with, like, this, there's a lot more stuff that's, like, underground, like, in, in, in uh, inside the mountain or in the caves, and, um, I, I, re- I found, like, I really enjoyed the action scenes, which is not normal for me. I really usually uh, detest action scenes. I want to get to like pass that to the to the good stuff. But but uh, this was an exception here. What did what did you think of the singing, the songs? Oh God, it was so good. I mean, I really what? don't. Wanna, I don't. I don't <laughs> know, <laughs> Fox, you know what, man? Like I didn't even know what was going on the first time I saw it, and I realized what happened later on is that whenever a song came up in the Hobbit book, I would just skip through it. But when you're stuck at like fucking some song at forty eight frames per second you can't skip through it <laughs> oh it made me so angry i know that, that you're crazy you're crazy like when they were inside of uh um what, what's what's uh bilbo's uh, house called the hobbit hobbit house hobbit hut whatever anyway oh, is, is that a song you're <laughs> it's a hole it's a hobbit hole pat hobbit hole uh where all the dwarves are singing and uh I, I, yeah it was great they're all going oh and, so, and and some of them are going oh but then others are singing actual words but if you noticed whenever they showed like a close-up of someone singing it was always them like mouthing actual dwarf words like rather than making the oh 
Anybody? Uh, do you, do you mean English? Well, the the, the lower drones. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, Whatever. What did What did you think of it, Brian? I, I you know what I I, I want to see it again with my wife. I ha- actually had a lot of fun watching it. There are th- certain things that kind of annoyed me about it, like uh, I don't know, like they like are I they Peter like they Jackson? Tried, like things? Of, you know, sorry. Are they Peter Jackson things? Like are there things oh, like, yeah, totally are in Peter every Jackson Peter Jackson things. movie? Like, he, uh, like okay. You, you know, like he he loves having guys as fucking swinging swords in slow motion and screaming. You know, like uh, Aragorn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure did that like ten times. Every, I remember, like Boromir, like every, swing, swinging his sword in slow motion, like when the the two hobbits get stolen at the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, and like basically everybody does. It. Even Frodo does it. Like I'm pretty, or sorry, Bilbo. And I'm pretty sure Bilbo doesn't kill anybody in the book, but like all of a sudden he becomes like a ninja master in this one. Um, and I just don't understand, like, why, you know, why does he need to add that? He always needs to add, like, that little bit of drama to, like, you know, just so that he can have Samwise give, like, a speech. And he kind of does that with Thorne at the end. You know, he has that speech about how uh, Bilbo always belonged with him or something. And uh, also, uh, um, okay, which brings me to something that really annoys me about what Peter Jackson did. is like, why did he give Thorne a fucking log for his shield? Yeah, that thing was ridiculous. Like, what the hell? He was just holding a branch for half the movie. Uh, what did, what did, did you, did, well, I, I mean, like, I, I don't, honestly, I don't remember what happens in the actual book, but I thought it was good for that one scene, uh, it was, uh, really dramatic where, uh, he, where he, he drops the sword and the shield and then has to use, like, oh, I guess it was his father, wasn't it? Thrain. Thrain actually uses, I think it was a throwback to Thrain using the log, right? No, no, it was him, it was him doing it. Oh, okay, then that's why, that's why. Well, I know that's why. Yeah, I know. It's just like, it's just so cheesy. It's just like, uh, you know, I don't know. Have you ever been on a battlefield with an ogre coming at you? Every time he's on Squires Club, yes, baby. Pat, I have. <laughs> well, if you've ever been in that situation where you dropped your shield and your sword and all you had was a branch, you would use that branch. And you would be yeah, here. Yeah, I know. Just, just, songs, I don't know. Actually, it's about those songs, and you should respect that. <laughs> hey, sorry. I just have one last point, guys. I, 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 one thing I found really annoying. Um, this really has nothing to do with the movie at all. But uh, I, I, there's so much cool stuff in the Hobbit. Eh? Like you know, there's, there's the dragon, and there's all these. Di- you know, they talk about all these different like uh, dwarf kingdoms and uh, mm, you know elf I kingdoms like and stuff part. like that. And yeah, there's like, like a wizard. And then when uh, you know, when it annoys me because none of this stuff shows up in the actual Lord of the Rings series. And, like, in my head, I was kind of blaming Peter Jackson for that. But I really, I guess it's kind of like George R. R. Martin, not George, sorry, J.R.R. Tolkien's fault for uh, for just, like, ignoring all that stuff, like, later it's, on. It's all, it's all from the Samarillion, I think. That's the that's the secret. That's where he's getting all this extra stuff from. Yeah. But, oh, is that yeah. Brown Wizard in um, in The Hobbit? He, no. he is. He, he's mentioned. He, he mentions Radagast. But I, I think he's he, mentioned in uh, Lord of the Rings. He no, he mentioned. He, I'm pretty sure he mentions like another wizard in the Hobbit. Because I remember when I was reading it, I looked it up on the internet uh, back in like 2000 or whatever, and found something. But uh, well, that that was a an Andrew Henry quote from yesterday. He said the he said the brown guys from Lord of the Rings really? or okay. mentioned others. Maybe he's wrong. He is Andrew Henry. Andrew Henry, our long-serving host, is, was unable to make it today because nobody has given him a microphone. And I love how. His presence is with us, even when he's not here. <laughs> it is his his spirit lives on. I tried calling him uh, on on the telephone phone uh, before we did recorded, but he uh, I don't know he's uh, 
He blocks. I think he's got you blocked. Yeah, he's got me blocked. He's a dick. He'll be on the next episode, probably, in the new year. Um, okay, so, uh, obviously, sort of, so like, you know, um, what sort of annoyed me about all this stuff that, you know, what, why, why I was annoyed is because it's obviously that uh, Peter Jackson is really trying to tie in The Hobbit to his Lord of the Rings movies. But there's no, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like in uh, with Star Wars Episode One, uh, you know, they added all this stuff that makes no sense and kind of fucks up like all the rest of the Star Wars movies. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of the connections of The Hobbit to The Lord of the Rings? Uh, I, I thought the, the, the start, the framing with, uh, Bilbo writing the story, like it made sense up into a point, but then we're getting scenes where it's just the orcs, and it's just like, is this part of the story? Mm-hmm. Or have we now totally forgotten about that framing device? If it's just there to go, remember that movie? Remember that movie we made, you know, five, ten years ago? It it doesn't work. I don't know. And the fact that like every you know Saruman shows up, uh, the Elf King, the Elf the lady of the forest shows up like Gollum. I know he's in the book, but you know, he plays like a significant role in this movie. And I'm wondering if it's just cause they are terrified. No one will come see the next one. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's valid. I mean, I mean, I, like I, I seem to be the one who enjoyed this movie the most, but it, that, that did, I did notice that and that it bothered me a little. Kate Blanchett was hot. <laughs> she yeah, said, actually, she, she, she looked better in this movie than in Lord of the Rings, I thought. Yeah, Peter Jackson she must had, have done a lot of work on her. She <laughs> had one line and two, like, voiceovers. Like, that's a... Fuck, a, that, a that good, was the worst. Like, when they're, like, yeah, exactly. When they're, like, psychically talking to each other. That, oh, I couldn't stop laughing. It was, like, the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> I remember you kept trying to swat her hair away. <laughs> no, I, was, I was petting it. I was petting her 3D hair. <laughs> uh okay uh there, obviously um there are a lot of peter jackson sort of tweaked the story a little bit the biggest one i think would be adding a uh evil orc that's trying to chase down the dwarves um and sort of like having radagast actually come and talk to gandalf and sort of bringing some characters that didn't really appear in the hobbit uh from lord of the rings into the movie uh what did you guys think of these changes well, I haven't actually read the book yet, so I can't really comment on that. But I, I do Hobbit. know. No, but I just got it for Christmas, so I'm going to read it for Christmas. Oh, nice! I have a big smile on my face as I say that. Um, Are but you, you know that what? Because I probably won't actually release the episode until after Christmas. The, well, the thing that I know is different, and the one thing I really liked was the part about the necromancer, the part where uh, the brown wizard's like in the ruins and stuff like that. Like that's the stuff I really like. So I'm actually. Interested in seeing the future movies just for that. That's actually but in the I Hobbit, know, actually. <laughs> no, but it doesn't like Gandalf disappear for like he doesn't like they don't follow him to the battle or do they? I don't know. No, no, they don't. He he leaves. He says he has to go somewhere to go fight the necromancer, and then he comes back. But they don't actually really talk that much about what he does. Well, I think they're going to show it. Like that seems to be the direction. Like the the pace of this movie was glacial. Okay. Like they took their time with everything. Inside, it felt like right. You guys, I feel like um, we've, we've talked about a lot of aspects of this. Can we focus a little bit on the dwarves? We haven't really talked a lot about them. Like, I, uh, I thought they were pretty great. You know? did, yeah, no, I did like the dwarves. I like the guy with the hat. He, my, my son has a hat like that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else oh. had that hat, too. Was it a human? I can't remember. It was weird. Like, I know someone else had the same hat that guy did. <laughs> the guy, he had the funny mustache, right? Yeah. It took me a little while to realize there were even dwarves being with, just because of the... Uh, 
the perspective difference between them and the hobbits. I was like, like at first it, it was like they could easily have been humans, you know? Right. They're all the same size. Yeah. They seem tall to me. Uh, what, uh, here's another thing I don't remember from the book. It kind of caught me off guard. The, uh, the rock fighters or the storm fighters. Yeah. That was like two paragraphs. That was in the book too. I remember they were like, there's like this, I don't, I don't know necessarily that they actually, in my mind, they were just like, so they talk about going through the past and there's like these ogres or giants throwing rocks at each other. Uh, and Peter Jackson decided to make the giants actually made out of rock. And I'm pretty sure in my mind when I read it, I didn't imagine them being made out of rock. So, uh, I don't like how Peter Jackson changed that from your mind. Yeah. He, uh, he changed what my mind saw. <laughs> he changed <laughs> your mind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know that. Yeah. That's, def- that's definitely a reference to that. But, you know, he just does that. He takes like one scene that, you know, like in a book that might be like a paragraph and he has to turn in the most fucking like CG tastic <laughs> thing. That's going to last like 15 minutes. He's like, he reminds me of me when I was like in high school trying to like stretch out a, a, a paper that had to be two pages long. Yeah, just throw a fight in, just throw a chase in. Yeah, exactly. Just throw Yeah, like you know, like the dwarves and hobbits fall through a through a pit, but then it turns into like this fifteen minute like montage. <laughs> Falling montages are my favorite. Yeah. But yeah, no, the dwarves are really good. You know, I sort of felt like uh they did a good job of um kind of establishing what kind of characteristics each one had. There's yeah. the fat one, the dumb one and there's sort of the two young ones and stuff, and I don't know. I, like, I'm, I, I guess that probably sounds like I'm being facetious, but I did enjoy them. They'll make good action figures. How much <laughs> characterization do they get in the books? Like, uh, I think a little bit. Like, you know that I think you know Bomber, the fat one who likes to cook. He, you know, they, that's something that I seem to recall. I don't really remember anything else about the other ones though, so maybe not. I thought Bomber likes to eat. That's why he's the fat one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, something I didn't understand was Bibble the cook. No, he's the burglar. They, they. I remember in the book, like Gandalf says that this is your thief, Bilbo. Yeah, burglar. That's a funny word. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's certain connotations with thief that th- they like to avoid. Yeah, burglar makes me think of ham. <laughs> Hamburger. Hamburger. Um. Well, uh, do you guys have any other thoughts, Drew? Uh, would you? On a, scale, a on a scale of um, okay. uh, and <laughs> on an Andrew Henry scale of how uh, one to six beers that he said he's giving you, but he's actually drinking. How many beers did Andrew Henry drink? Well, I, I know I said a lot of negative stuff, but I think like most people who like you know the first three will like this one. Uh, I give it like I give it like a three in terms of hours That's and right, in terms right. of beers. I guess. Henry let you have three of those beers that he brought over. That's not bad. Yeah, because that's pretty generous of Andrew Henry. Um, but I think that, you know, some people will go into it and be kind of disappointed. I think, like, hardcore Tolkien fans, but that's just me. How about you, uh, Pat? How many how many, out of, how many beers out of six would Andrew Henry let you drink? Out of six. Well, going into this discussion, I would have said six. But um, Drew brings up some valid points, and um, I'm actually going to bring it down to a four. Um I'd, I'd def- I definitely would recommend it to go to people to go see it, but uh, with with expectations uh, lowered a little bit, I think. I think I would also give it. I, Andrew Henry would only drink two of the beers, um, and you know, so I get that gives me an opportunity to sort of like enjoy four of them. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know. I, my review is more becoming about Andrew Henry than it is about the movie, I guess. But um, 
Yeah, no, I I did like it. Like, the, I, I did feel like, I don't know about this happened to you guys, but I felt like it, it could have ended, like, any number of times, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I, I totally thought it was going to end with a bunch of, like, orcs, like, running at the screen, and that happened, like, five times. Fucking um, <laughs> uh, orcs. I, you know, and I wonder if it, I wonder if he had like all these sort of like prearranged endings that he could have stopped it because he wasn't apparently he didn't know it was going to be a trilogy until maybe last summer. So I wonder if he he sort of had like you know he had sort of like places where he could have cut the movie and ended it. But um, how, did, how did he not know that? Was that I don't know. He's a he's Peter Jackson. He, he can do whatever he wants. He's a liar. He's a liar. But uh, no, I liked it. Okay, what do you okay guys? What do you think the greatest fantasy movie of all time is? Do you want to go first, Pat, or should I? Uh, I wasn't prepared for this, so you go ahead. Willow. Well, and then, like, how does The Hobbit stack up to it? Okay, um, do you oh. have a movie in, in mind, uh, Drew? What do you mean? How does it stack up to the greatest movie ever? No, fantasy movie. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I don't know, like, not the greatest, but, like, you know, people will love it. It'll be beloved. I would say it was better than... Uh, uh, Reign of Fire, but not as yeah. good. Not as good as The Princess Bride. I think The Princess Bride yeah. to me is probably like the greatest fantasy movie of all time. Like it was funny, it had little bits of humor, but it like I think it, try, it tries like way too hard. It's like the, uh, um, the yeah, it tries way too hard, but it's still kind of funny. It's like the Andrew Henry of fantasy movies. Well, I once again will choose the Iron Giant. Always oh, yeah, the okay. winner. Nice choice. Um, yeah, no, that question was very interesting, but I'm not going to edit it. It's going to stay in. Um, Pat, have you seen any girls that you like lately? Oh, I see girls I like every day. Any, can you tell us any, uh, have you, uh, what kind of hair do they have? Oh, there's, there's yeah. coffee shop, there's coffee shop girl. There's, uh, there's di- diner girl. There's a uh, restaurant girl. Really? Do these girls, are you just like, are you just like looking out the window of your work and just sort of naming places? No, no. These are all real people. Have you talked to anyone? <laughs> Sure, I talk to them every day. Yes, for like coffee and stuff like that, right? Yeah, what else would I ask them for? <laughs> their love, <laughs> their heart. Companionship. Perhaps to go yeah. on an adventure. Can I, can I have a double latte and your number, but mostly the double latte? <laughs> if, I could, if I have to choose, I'll take the double latte. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make this weird, so just give me my coffee. You're so bad, Brian. Man, you're making this so awkward, I'm not giving you a tip. And my tip was going to be to give me your number. Well, I can't say that Squares Club is uh, getting any better. What? 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 I'm not, what? We're not diluting the quality anymore by having more than, like, three people. <laughs> no, it was good. You know, we, get, we, need to, we need to get back on a regular schedule again, I think. Uh and keep pumping it up. I was actually thinking maybe we should have like a, you know, as, uh, maybe sort of like uh, having some kind of business plan or something, you know. Drew, you could be in charge of our Twitter. Um, Sweet. Pat, Pat, you could be in charge of our official RDO playlist. And uh, I don't know. Andrew could be in charge of the muffins or something. He's in charge of shipping and receiving, man. Come oh, on. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him at lunchtime today. He was just like, oh, man, I can't leave my desk. <laughs> and like, he never explains why. I don't. Oh, kind of like, do, you want, do you want to know why? I know it, why. Is it because it's like Amistad? And he's like, no, because all the new manga came out today instead of Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I dick. checked. 
And I was like, Andrew, Andrew, the new chapters are out. He's like, sweet. We have to tell Brian I can't go for lunch. I have to stay at my desk. Really? What a jerk. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. I have proof that he's a jerk because I have it on Squires Club. Uh, it was, you know what, it was totally worth it though. They were good chapters. So I, I, if anything, Brian, you should have known that and you should have canceled it. That would have been the polite thing to do. Well, you know, it was a quality, you know, we stood in line at, at Thai Express today. It was, it was some quality time. I asked him what he did for a living and he still wouldn't tell me. <laughs> he's a shipper receiver. No, but he's, he's more than that apparently. Well, he's the manager of shipper receiver? I don't know. He, he opens very important boxes. Yeah, manager box. Maybe he, maybe he, you know, it's like with the mob or whatever. He has to make sure that like the, uh, you know, the mobsters get like the choice suit boxes. <laughs> what would Andrew Henry's mob victims be? <laughs> Pat. Oh, you know, I forgot. I forgot to bring this up. It's too late to bring it up now. What? I was gonna, I was, I was gonna talk about pod walking. Oh, why not bring it up? <clears throat> oh, I'm glad you asked. Pod walking is a new sport <laughs> I invented. Uh, we've had the inaugural pod walk happened a couple of weeks ago. And what it is is I got uh, some of my friends together and uh, we went on a two and a half hour walk around San Francisco and listened to a series of uh, five podcasts. And every half hour we were to take our earphones out and discuss uh, the podcast we just listened to. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The idea is that you uh, share these kind of moments together. There was uh, four of us walking around. Like, uh, we went through this kind of art building, and then we went up a mountain, and then we got lost on another mountain. So, um, yeah, it's just the fad that's sweeping the nation. What do you, what do you think, Drew? You want to go for a pod walk with me sometime? Did, did you invent this path? Yep. Really? Um, here's the thing. When you're discussing it, do you stop walking or do you keep walking? You keep walking. It's like a two and a half hour. Uh, I don't walk. like it. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't have to. The other thing you could, you could do if you were more of an urban environment, perhaps this would work in Edmonton, uh, you can uh, stop for a beer, maybe a pint, some kind of club where you would drink pints and discuss uh, the podcast. And then here's the trick, though. You have to move on after. Uh, I, feel, I, I get feel it. Like I Edmonton get it. is but definitely here... the, probably the, a city that's been built for pod walking, especially when it's like in minus 30 weather. Oh, Yeah. No, oh, I'm excited, yeah. Drew. Well, Drew, we're gonna have to have a a, a pint pod club cast. Oh, I don't listen to podcasts though. Sorry. You could just listen to a bunch of podcasts about how cold it is in Edmonton. What you don't listen I don't to podcasts? Need to, I don't need to you start a podcast. You're listening to one right now. Yeah. I've never listened to it though. Really? I do no, listen. No, I love you. No wonder our metrics are so bad. <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's always at least it's always uh, exactly minus one the number of people who are on the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only when I'm on it, though. Only when I'm on it. <laughs> well, actually, it's usually even because I listen to it twice. Aww. All right, Pat, you get you, the last word. Edit me again. The last word? Yeah. Oh, I have something very important to say this week, actually. Uh, recently, something happened uh, in my life that I wanted to talk about. Um, Winnie Cooper! Winnie Cooper! Winnie Cooper! Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Have a have a good night. I, I need to go check on my son. Happy Halloween. Good night. Bye. 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 Merry Christ- oh, and Merry Christmas, Drew. I don't think I'm going to see you before I get back. Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. Take care, guys. Hey, bye. Yeah, bye. See you Saturday. Yeah, cool. See you. It was weird. It looked like he had bird poop on him, but then I was like, oh, I guess it's fungus.
No, he. I know that was Bert Poop. That was shit. Andrew Andrew <laughs> called it. <laughs>